We are officially tuned in to the Nola Row Experience podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am here with Mr. Mele, producer and co-host. What up? Wagwan Brethren. Chilling like a villain. You know how I be feeling? Oh, never heard that one before. Word. That's my, my own little shtick. Sh- sh- oh, that's not a <laughs> Suffolk County No. Thing. Oh, I, okay. That's, I a, that's that was Mr. A... Mr. Melee weirdness. Chilling like a villain. You know how I be feeling. You know how I be feeling. Wow. Did you put that in a song? Yeah, I did. Because somebody's going to hear it and they're going to use it. I made a whole song called Chilling like a villain. Really? Yeah. Oh. Long, long, long time. Long time ago. Okay. Because I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was, but. I was um, not. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're when you're kidding and somebody's serious, you're like awkward. <laughs> yes, yes. So what is going on? What's happening in the world right now? Where are oh, we? Madness. Man fighting woman, woman fighting man. Every day. I go in and out of my dialect, Guyanese, American, Brooklyn. Karen, <laughs> Long Island, and um, Long I put something. I put something in my story um, yesterday, and somebody DM'd me like, "What does that mean?" She's like, "I wasn't going to ask, but what does it mean?" And in that moment, I was like, "Damn, I do go in and out of my dialect or accent, and I'm wondering, like, do I ever say things and people are like, what is she saying?'" <laughs> Damn, I hope that doesn't happen here. No, I I grew up around Caribbean people, so. But you're different. You don't count. Oh, okay, okay. You don't count. I'm more thinking of the listeners. Like, I'm Guyanese, guys. You're going to get a word or two that ain't making no sense at all. (laughs) What? So, <laughs> ain't making no sense. Ain't making no sense at all. That's a part of the Nola Row experience. You're going to get that no suit, that girl. Ain't making no sense at all. But it making sense to me. It makes sense to me, too. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's funny. So, we, we're having like issues with, um, you know, what's crazy. I was reading um, something about something on a piece on feminism the other day Uh um i know it's not a popular browser so when people hear that i use firefox they're like why yeah why i've definitely said that um my son's online curriculum only works on firefox so Mm -hmm. i had to download it and in using it i got used to it and um the home page always the home the homepage always has like really good articles, uh-huh. really good articles. Like I don't know how they choose these things, but they all resonate with me. But anyway, I was reading a piece on feminism, mm-hmm. and um, it's funny that I had a random person hit up my Instagram with a comment because. I posted something. Let me see if I can pull that up really fast to give you some context. But he got tight. 
And I'm like, you. you hmm? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm like, you don't follow me. How did you get here? You always post some very engaging stuff on your page. And I feel like that's how we got here. True that. That's how we got right here. Truth that. So I was like, yo, you need to do more than IG. Yeah, you did bother all, me. You're like, talk. you need to do a podcast. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I've been wanting to do this since 2009. Wow. But I didn't know I wanted to do a podcast. I didn't know what a podcast was at that mm-hmm. point. But I knew I needed to do something where I could be expressive because I have a lot of things to express. Mm-hmm. And when you have that type of energy flowing, something needs to happen with it. Like the, mm-hmm. the, the universe did not give me that energy to just look in the mirror and talk to myself that yeah. looking in the mirror talking all day got old you know after a while i'm like damn girl we can't keep doing this <laughs> so it's not healthy <laughs> it's healthy when it's done in moderation but not when it becomes like your whole like damn we all we got <laughs> and yeah it's healthy only if you don't reply to yourself once you answer or start answering yourself <laughs> Shit. All right. Reflection. So, um, so let me read my post really quickly and then I'm going to tell you what he said. So, um, did I really start this post with, oh, it's a, it's a meme. I'm going to read the meme and then I'm going to read the caption, the meme. I created it myself. Mm. The meme says, when is the last time you spoke life into a man? And the caption says, before I continue, let me be clear. I do not subscribe to gender competition or separation. I do not subscribe to man bashing. It's become very apparent that it's now up to women to heal the world. There's been an overwhelming, there's been an overflow of masculine energy. And if we're paying attention and we're being honest, the results are destructive, chaos and division destruction that's what i said but this is so layered because feminine energy needs healing at the moment to counteract what's happened in any event the infusion of the goddess will bring construction order and unity it simply starts by being healed kind soft supportive and strong we believe the lie that men are so strong they don't need affection tenderness or solace some of us believe that nagging will make him hear us attitudes will make him see us and rudeness will make him touch us your results will be resentment and more divide some of us including me didn't experience that in our elders we came from women who fought all day and weren't taught how to create peace if you're reading this post and you learned or feel something new you now have a responsibility it's up to women to heal the world first we must heal ourselves then pass it on to the man because we can't build without them and they can't build without us Mm. Yo, this random ass Karen. Yeah, and when you say Karen, you mean a black guy. I mean a white dude. Oh, white. He doesn't follow me. I don't see how he's in my network. So I think, and I even asked him in the comments. I was like, "How did you find this post? Did you type in divinity or divine feminine?" Hashtag. Mm Mm-hmm. 
because that's one of the hashtags I used, divine feminine. Excuse me. So I asked him, is that what you typed in to find me? Because where you come from talking about you need to come off of your high horse and yeah and i was like my guy you don't want it don't start with me or First no clapping because we's be we's bees are clapping back yo he tried to come for me his name is anyway i'm not gonna say his name he said <laughs> Feminism has manufactured narcissism in women. There are plenty of things women must stop other women from doing that is destructive to children, families, and relationships with men. Get off your high horse. And I did get a little triggered and Mm -hmm. egotistical. So I responded Mm -hmm. by saying, you go fetch me a ladder and I'll get off of my high horse. Oh, yeah, that was Black mean. back strong. That was mean, but um, nah, that he, was dope. He did come back with something, and then I had a discussion with him. Like, as a black woman, feminism wasn't necessarily made for me. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, it definitely benefited us in many ways people like sojourner truth who you know it assisted her in having a a bigger voice you know what i mean and obviously we can't deny the benefits and the things that came from it but this whole as a matter of fact anything that we want if we overdo it it's gonna get crazy so the whole feminism thing all right we have women who are home making food, keeping a nice home, um, sexing her man every night, no matter how she's feeling, because that's a part of it, right? You, you make your man happy. You sex your man every night if that's what he wants, because you're a good wife and you're submissive and all oh, this stuff. I didn't, so, I, didn't, I didn't notice the sarcasm. I was like, yes! <laughs> Damn, you are up. You are approving the point. <laughs> I'm totally kidding, kinda. <laughs> Let me make a note because I'm gonna ask you a darn it to hell question. Hold on, one darn it second there. Oh man, um, I can't believe that this dude. I'm writing this down real quick because I, I need to come back and ask you a question. I'm going to play devil's advocate, but um, I'm going to let you finish. (laughs) So like I was saying, um, the whole feminism movement, obviously there have been benefits and based on a conversation we had on another episode about um, marriage, right? Um, We talked about how Anything that you overdo or you do too much can get out of hand. So a lot of women these days don't really care to get married because they can make their own money and they can create their own opportunities. Mm -hmm. Don't need a man. So why get married? Yeah. So with the feminism thing, it kind of plays into that as well, where, you know, the inequality when it comes to, um, wages at work 
and all of the things women were not able to do back in the day. I understand how feminism lended to breaking down those walls and breaking those ceilings. I get uh-huh. that. Well, women still ain't making the money today, right? But um, uh-huh. the point that I'm trying to make is we started running rampant with the shit, right? Uh-huh. It got crazy. And I understand that part as well. Like I said, anything that you overdo will get out of hand. So it's gotten to the point where I don't know if you believe this or not. Tell me your thoughts. But we have a lot of people who are homosexuals or have alternative sexual orientations, right? Mm-hmm. I believe that some of those people made those choices based on issues that they've had with the opposite gender. And I've witnessed it Mm -hmm. with someone who I'm related to. She literally said, I'm done with them. They broke my heart. I'm going to the woman. Got you. That's off topic. But the, the point that I'm trying to make is the whole feminism thing. You know what I mean? It benefited us, but then it also ran rampant. What did you want to ask me? That the perfect point, perfect uh, time to interject. So I was going to ask you, do you feel like any part of his statement is true because of that? Because I feel like there is a part of feminism where it has been taken so crazy and so far to one side where it's been a little detrimental. And it has created people like him to say things like that. Do you feel like there is that aspect of it? Yeah, absolutely. And um, people who respond like him, most of the time, maybe all of the time, it has nothing to do with feminism, but everything to do with personal experiences that he's had mm-hmm. with women. You know, this really sound like it sounded like someone who was triggered. Something happened Mm -hmm. to you. You had an issue with a woman, your mom, an auntie, grandmother, wife, somebody did something that either made you feel inferior or something because it sounded like a triggered ass response. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what happened with him. But yes, it does run rampant um, to the point where women will openly express i've heard women say i don't need no man that is the biggest lie in history mm-hmm. biggest because there's a difference between i don't need a man to support me financially i don't need a man to make me feel whole but mm-hmm. by nature you can't survive without a man and i am going to say this again um, I, I, I say it all the time and I put this disclaimer out there. I'm not throwing shade at anybody because a lesbian in the room might say, I don't need a man. Uh-huh. And I don't agree with you. I don't agree with that. Ooh. I don't agree with her. Um, I think by nature, we need each other. If uh-huh. you can look at our bodies, our shits interlock. <laughs> like, our shits. Our shits. <laughs> <laughs> Our yes. body parts interlock. We're you made know, and, for each other. Right. We were made for each other. That whole rubbing business, I don't know how it happens. Again. Oh, you about to get. No shade. I, I'm, not <laughs> a, I'm not against it. 
you know Some alphabet people about to come for you i'm waiting for them and i will go with them <laughs> and guess what let me make my announcement i am not i am no longer avoiding wearing clothes with the rainbow on it darn it to freaking hell yeah how yeah. dare y'all hijack the whole entire damn rainbow uh-huh and if I put it on, I'm going to have some chick running me down. No, don't come for me. I'm allowed to wear the rainbow. Of and course. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing it. Of course. Scared, <laughs> Nobody, though. Nobody's Scared. denying you the access to wear the they rainbow. Have, but they created this narrative now that if I throw a rainbow on, wow, I didn't know Nola was gay. Yeah. Well, motherfucker, I didn't know either. Mind, <laughs> mind your business. But anyway. Generals. Uh huh. I think it brings us to that. Yeah. How important do you think gender roles are in this society? Should we have them? Should we rid them? Because a lot, especially nowadays, people are really gung ho about stripping everyone of gender roles. There's no gender, which is weird because there's people. I feel like the same people who wants to wants to strip down gender roles are the same people who want you to acknowledge them as a certain gender or an alternative gender. We don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> we don't what is you. what is you? No, um, you know what? I believe that. Well, the word gender in itself, I, I feel that brings on an issue. Just the word gender, it brings an issue. And I don't feel like people should be boxed into being obligated to perform a set of tasks because they're a certain gender, right? Mm -hmm. Um however however where do we draw that line it comes right back to what i was saying earlier about that feminine energy mm -hmm. we encounter so many issues when we lean towards one side too much you can't have overwhelming feminine energy you cannot it does not balance things out. If you look at plants, if you look at fruit, if you look at animals, there's a male and female. Once in a while, you'll find something, an organism that's asexual or, or it's both genders, whatever. But for the most part, when you look at the standard in nature, mm -hmm. we have a balance. Yes. And there's a reason for that. Um, the masculine energy, in my opinion, based on my experiences, that's what this podcast is about. It's about experiences, right? Based on what I have seen in my lifetime. And anybody who wants to deny this, debate this, come on, I'm waiting. This world is completely off balance. Society, out of balance. And it's really because there is an overwhelming masculine energy, not enough feminine energy. And the women who feel like 
I don't need a man and I can do battle by myself and um it's father's day I play a I play the role of mother and father you know what you're creating more of an issue you're adding to the issue because there is no such thing as a woman being a mother and a father it's impossible you can't you you can't replace somebody's dad maybe what you mean to say is wow because i'm alone i now have an overwhelming amount of tasks i now have to pick up where this guy is supposed to be mm -hmm. you know supporting me i get that but you cannot say we can we need to stop the narrative the narratives of saying okay i'm the daddy and the mama you're not it's not possible that's one thing um of course the other thing is women saying i don't need a man i can do battle by myself why would i have you around messing with me and hurting my feelings and breaking my heart if i can just be sad all by myself because you're choosing the wrong guys <laughs> and if you're choosing the wrong people there's something about you that needs to be addressed it has nothing to do with gender so once again i feel like the world is too overwhelmed with masculine energy and it causes too much friction that's why we have so much destruction that's why we have so much chaos there's a lot of greed there's a lot of um, and i'm not in any way saying that the masculine energy is a greedy one i'm not saying men are greedy but it's pretty much a side effect of having things out of balance now where the the goddess the woman the that feminine energy where that comes in don't get it twisted um just because the feminine energy is nurturing and it balances out that hard rigid masculine energy doesn't mean that women are i i, I don't want to use the word soft because soft is precisely what i mean women are soft but we're not pushovers we're not weak you know what I mean? That softness to me, my softness is my superpower. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people don't get to experience it because when I do step into certain spaces, like if you've ever experienced me um, as your employer, if I've if you if you're someone who's worked with me, you're you've probably only seen me operate a certain way because there's a certain level of energy that you have to exude as a boss you know what i mean and sometimes i'm not gonna lie it takes you a little bit over into the masculine realm and a lot of these women who are ceos and um top level business women they have to battle in boardrooms on the floor and in the business world with a lot of men all the time and sometimes we have to kind of shift our energy field to meet them where they're at so that they can yeah. hear us right yeah. and when you're consistently doing that this is your everyday life it's your career sometimes you bring that home sometimes it becomes you that energy completely overwhelms you and then now you're out of balance so that's mm -hmm. when you'll see a woman who and I've been there and I, I told my boyfriend that I was like, I really need when I am not at work, like I barely want to talk about work when I'm home because I want to leave that energy there. 
And yeah. I really just want to focus on chilling and tapping into that other side because yeah. you do become off balance. It's stressful. Uh-huh. It literally leaves trauma in your body. You know, it's a whole other topic there, but it happens. Mm-hmm. So um, I do believe that uh, for lack of a better word, I'm going to use gender, but I do believe that those um, both energies are important and we do have roles that we need to play within those energies. But when it comes to business, making money and career and stuff like that, performing everyday tasks at home, cooking, cleaning, whatever, anybody can do that. Mm-hmm. But there's a divine energy that only a man can bring bring into the picture. And there's a divine energy that only a woman can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So if that doesn't resonate and people hear that and they're like, what the fuck is she talking about? It's you, but it's not me. <laughs> yeah, There's some yeah. stuff that you need to find out and figure out. Yeah. I think that um, that's what it comes down to that balance of energy. And um and when we when i don't know about you i'm pretty sure you feel the same way but when you say masculine masculine and feminine it doesn't necessarily mean male and female um it's just the energy energy, energy is energy so yeah um i think a lot of the times and especially like, like you see certain people like you can tell they have more masculine energy even absolutely. if it's female or more feminine energy absolutely even if it's a male and um I have a hard time and I feel like maybe this is where the lines got bl- are getting blurred. If there is a difference between gender and sex. Cause I know sex as to be what you're, what we're born with, you know, the, the biology, <clears throat> excuse me, our biology, what we are born with the male or female parts. But now the lines seem to be getting blurred with gender. Gender is now becoming this obscure word that can mean so many things. And that's uh, much broader than male and female, masculine and feminine. It's like, what do they call it? Uh, a spectrum. That's what they say. A spectrum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. spectrum now. So and spectrum uh, goes right back to the darn it rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I got to rub my temple because then it starts getting like, all right. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, we do have a lot of, um, we do have a lot of different ways of identifying each other now. And, uh-huh. um, I'm not against anything, you know, if you want to identify yourself as a tree, if you think you're dirt, if you think you're the moon, whatever you are, I'm with it. You know, um, the only thing that I ask of, you know, the people who feel like I'm not going to be suppressed and I'm not going to be placed in a box of male or female. The only thing that I ask is, don't be triggered and don't be angry and act crazy. If I see you out, you're not wearing a name tag. You don't have it on your hat. Uh-huh. You, you don't, you don't, you're not carrying a sign that says, please do not refer to me as him. 
please do not refer to me as her. I do not identify with, with those things. How are we supposed to know that? You know, that, that, that angers me a lot too, because it's like you as someone who, who is obviously these people are learning about themselves. Mm -hmm. They're learning about themselves currently in this new, new age and everyone being open, which is beautiful. Yeah. So at the same time, we are learning Absolutely. We are learning. We, we, you know, this is something that's new. You know, people were prosecuted for stepping out and saying that they they, they wanted to be a, a, the opposite gender or the opposite sex. Yeah. Or, you know, or having you see these crazy things that people having sex with inanimate objects. And, <laughs> you know, this is it's becoming a little more acceptable now. And we're we're all learning about this. So it infuriates me when people get frustrated at people who don't know what the heck you're talking about or who mispronounce uh, your gender. It's like, yo, this is something that's brand new. Maybe the generation behind us, the, gen- the generation or two that are coming up will be able to more uh, relate with it. Mm-hmm. But us who have grown up our whole lives with knowing that there's only two genders, you got to give us a little bit of slack. Yeah. You can't turn up so much. Yeah. And a lot of people turn all the way up yeah. on trying to correct people or try to be super, yeah. uh, you know, PC. It's like, And Joe. when they do that, when, when they do that, it causes the other people to become super defensive because yep. now I'm feeling attacked. Like, yes. did I miss the memo? Did you send me an email? Did uh-huh. you inform us by mail? Like yeah. what, ha- what happened? Mm-hmm. And they no. want you to be educated and informed, but there's so many things happening. There's so, the, you know, everything is changing so fast nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's like, how can we keep up with all of this? Mm-hmm. You just got to give us, give people slack. If they don't understand, it's okay. But I've seen like videos of people act, turn it up. Like, he called me, he called me. I'm like, because that's what you are. You can't be mad at me because I didn't get the memo. Mm. We don't know what you are just by looking at you because over the last thousand year, how many years has it been? We've been referring to you as he and she. Mm-hmm. Cut us and, some slack. Yeah, all, the, all of these things that we use to identify that. Yeah. Hair and, you know, boobs and all that. All those lines are getting blurred now. It's guys who got boobs. dudes well i got long hair but like you know dressing like women it's all these things that we've used to identify sex and gender and now those lines are getting blurred and people are getting frustrated that we can't tell the difference or we can't identify them properly or how they would like to be identified it's like it's a little ridiculous when it comes to the gender role thing and you know what each sex is supposed to be doing Um, Or each gender is supposed to be doing, excuse me. Um, I do feel like there are certain things that you cannot argue with when it comes to nature, right? Like breast. Mm -hmm. 
there's no uh way to fake that i mean you can fake the way it looks but you can't fake the operation breasts were made breasts were divinely made for a specific purpose super facts so when you put that on your body are you officially female now Oh, it's what you identify as, and that's fine if that's what you would like to identify as, but we have to identify you as that because you say so? That's what I'm trying to ask right now. Like, you know, like I said before, I'm with it. Whatever you identify as, I'm cool with it. Educate me, let me know, Mm -hmm. and I will reroute my narrative. That's cool. Yeah. Or how I addressed you, but... Um, you can't be mad at the whole world. Like, exactly. Are we all supposed to accept that we've always known you as one thing, and now you have breasts? Mm. That's a tricky thing, and I get it. You know, we all want acceptance. That's one of our natural needs as humans. We want to be accepted by each other. We want to be wanted. We want to be loved. Right. Uh-huh. So if I throw some titties on knowing I'm a dude and nobody likes it. Yeah. I'm gonna feel some type of way. Totally get it. But I gotta um, understand, listen, uh, alphabet people, black people been fighting to be considered human for how long just to be considered human. Like we're the same as everyone else equal. We're still fighting for it. So y'all gotta be more, more patient. So we got think, we got we gotta deal with this thing. You first. think that um you think that there should be turns, like it should be in order. <laughs> turns. Um um no, not really, because um not really. It just it just oh I'm just saying is just be patient because obviously there's no there's no timeline or when and how this should happen because obviously it's going to get there and when it gets there it'll be great but it's just going to take time i'm just say i just said that to say that listen look how long it took or it's taking for this to be accepted and it definitely um there definitely has been an accelerated accelerated progress um with gay rights yes um in relations to race rights civil rights and you know what's crazy that's also um another issue between black men and women because when the feminist movement really started hitting for black women when black women decide first of all it started with you know educated white career women saying we're not being paid the same and it trickled down into all the different issues that women have um in relations to inequality gender inequality but everything that they fought for was well, most of the things they fought for initially was only things that white women could relate to, educated, career-minded uh, white women. 
mm-hmm. the black woman or colored women were not immigrants were not a part of that at all right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but then when black women found a window to jump in and we started saying we're feminists we want this and we want that there was still there was still the race issue there was still the civil rights issue so then the black men and the women were at odds with each other because we have to choose do you want woman rights or do you want black rights Mm. and i think that conversation happened too between us where we had to say which one comes first Mm. are we going to put it in order who's going to wait are we going to focus on rights for women or are we going to focus on rights for black people which one do you think is the Uh, most important one or should be focused on first civil rights rights for black people or well, if you look at, and I, I'm so bad with years and numbers, yeah. so forgive me, but if you look at the way that it happened, even if you think about the right to vote, so women's right to vote versus black people's right to vote, because there was a point women didn't have the right to vote, and obviously black people didn't have the right to vote, but we, black people put that fight up first. It wasn't it wasn't the women fighting for their right to vote first. It was black people fighting for the right to vote. And I think white women were like, wait, y'all, y'all getting the niggas to vote before us. So, so then that's when that fight came up. Like, no, if if y'all, if the black people are going to be able to vote, then we, we got to be able to vote too. And obviously when white women say, obviously that, that includes all women. So, cause that's going to include all black people, because we are fighting for all black people. It's not black men. We're saying black people need the right to vote. And then I think white women stood up like, no, they're going to get the right to vote before us. Karen. Karen's came like, wait, we're they going to get the right joke. to vote before us. That's a joke. Yeah. And no, it's real, though. Like they stood up like women need the right to vote. And then that's kind of how it happened in sequence so if you think of it like that i feel like black people need to come first absolutely agreed um because black of the, people yeah at the end of the day man. um at the end of the day you know i don't like the idea of choosing one or the other unfortunately we are in a society where we do have racism classism sexism Mm -hmm. um and now genderism Mm -hmm. um but at the same time if we did have to put up a soul fight one strong fight we would have to do it as a family yeah. You know, let's get the family solid. Let's get everything good for the whole foundation. Uh-huh. And then let's focus on. And that's hypothetical because I don't even like the idea of having to choose. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, I mean, don't. we got more numbers in that way anyway. So it'll be quicker. It'll be easier because we're obviously there's more black people than there is just black women. So like. Ashe we could like you said is we're better in numbers we, so let's go in the numbers fight for this thing first and then we'll pull up 
the the uh, the smaller numbers up little by little. That's the same thing, even with the LGBTQ uh, movement. It's the same thing. Like this black this black movement should be premier, and I, because obviously there's people dying on both sides. Of the, yeah. Uh, that it's unfortunate that there's even conversations about choosing who to give rights to. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like You know who to yeah. blame? Coronavirus. <laughs> Corona Coronavirus. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. I know you don't know the answer. I'm asking you anyway. Okay. How many sexual orientations are there? No idea. I don't even think the sexual orientationers who make this shit up know. I don't even know if I don't I can't even give you a, a, a rough estimate. If I give you a number, I'm going to shock you. The you number have a number? I have an estimate. Okay. Because in different conversations and doing research, I've actually seen and heard of different numbers so you've collected this is your own personal collection of of orientations that you've made this list no i don't collect orientations i just need one for myself okay no i'm saying i'm being an asshole i'm kidding um but just from listening to different conversations i'm like what how many doing research i've heard 58 I've heard 75. Exactly. Like who, where, who and where we all day. Is we all day. I don't even know. How? Let me tell you a few. Hold on. I'm going to pull some up right this moment. Yeah. This one I've heard pansexual, P-A-N sexual, pansexual. When you are attracted to all genders and or do not concern gender when you are attracted towards someone shit sounds like bye but well this is the thing because now <laughs> if you're saying there's if they're saying there's more than two genders facts right and it's not bi ah shit but i mean technically oh. it is because to to us it's only two so <laughs> technically it is <laughs> It is by, but that's my face. I make when I know you're coming for me and I'm like, but I'm still standing by it. Okay. <laughs> polysexual. I'm going to ask you about polygamy in a second. Hold on. I'll be right back. Okay. Polysexual. When you are attracted to many genders. Oh my God. My brain, my brain is like, what is happening? That sounds like the, the last one you just said. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. So no judging, I, no judging. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read the definition and then you tell me what it sounds like to you. And then if it matches what I'm thinking, then I'm going to give you the thumbs up because I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Monosexual. <laughs> Being attracted to only one gender. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Mean... Being attracted to only one gender. You mean heterosexual? <laughs> it could mean that you're gay oh okay yes that's true 
but why did we need okay okay <laughs> allosexual when you are oh. not when you are not asexual attracted to at least one gender oh i thought you was gonna say fucking plants <laughs> Melee, did that sound like somebody was fucking an aloe? (laughs) It sounded like somebody took you two seconds to get it though. (laughs) No, that took me two minutes. Um, Androsexual, being attracted to masculine gender presentation. That's so important. Presentation, that's the key. Masculine gender presentation. presentation. So it could be I am a lesbian. And I like women who look like men. Uh huh. But, that could that, you, but, but because it says gender presentation, that's, yeah. that's what that is. If it's saying gender presentation, though, could, if you're a man who's like manly, would they be attracted to them? That was what I was thinking. If your in my presentation head. is masculine, does it matter if you're a male or female? I think when you're masculine, you don't have a presentation. That's just you. I don't know. We need to we need to find some guests. Lines are blurred. Gynosexual. What do you think a gynosexual is? Gyno. G Y N O. Uh you're attracted to vagina. See? That's what I was thinking too, right? No. Being attracted to feminine gender presentation. Uh questioning. Gem- okay questioning questioning what that's what that's the orientation questioning that's the orientation questioning that's what it's called questioning what is the definition of this people who are debating their own sexuality and gender is that what the q stands for in lgbtq I thought Q was queer. I thought so too, but now I'm questioning. (laughs) (laughs) I don't fall. I see what you did there. Asexual. Okay. Not experiencing sexual attraction. Note that you can also be aromantic and you do not necessarily have to be asexual and aromantic at the same. You know what, guys? Guys. Guys. Guys, come on! You gotta understand. This is There's, a lot. Okay, demisexual. I already like this one, and I don't even know what it means, but I like it. I think I like. I think that's me. Demisexual. Yeah, but let me see what it is first. Hold on. <clears throat> when you only experience sexual attraction after forming a strong emotional bond first, or a romantic bond. Well, darn, that's not me. <laughs> I thought it had something to do with demigods. You know what? Uh, no, I know I, what you're going to say. Well, no. what, what do you think I'm going to say? When you only experience sexual attraction after forming a strong emotional bond first or a romantic bond. Uh-huh. That kind of makes sense for people who are saying things like, I am not going to jump out the window or have sex with you before we we date or before we're serious. That's not the Uh same because it's basically saying you're not attracted to them at all. This is an emotional thing. 
So before we mm-hmm. sit down and get to know each other and become friends and actually form a strong bond, that's the key word in there, strong bond, before any of that happens, <laughs> I don't even feel a tingle in my in my whatever parts vaginal (laughs) you're not attracted Hmm. wow i i kind of it's interesting it's interesting and i think i don't really see the issue in people wanting to have a a label for their, I guess, the way that they feel. I'm, I'm with it too. I mean, I'm just, I'm just against people wanting to put that idea on other people. I'm with. I am against people becoming angry and aggressive when we're not educated. We don't exactly. know. You just made this shit up last night. <laughs> or, or maybe some people don't want the label. What if you don't want the label? Like, no, this is, I don't care what, you know, like, cause I don't care what the title for what my sexual orientation is. I just want to be, what about that idea? What about those people? Because I feel, I feel the same way. Like I, I've heard this term sapiosexual for a long time, like being attracted with, you know, someone's mind. And I was like, that's a, that's a cool idea, but I don't care to have that title. I mean, I don't care to call myself a sapiosexual or have people refer to me as a sapiosexual. I mean, it, it doesn't matter to me. That so don't try to force that idea on me. Like, does it matter to this you? Is what if, it is. Does it matter to you if people get it right that you're hetero? No. Is it okay if people say, "I think you're gay"? Are you gay? Like, have you ever had people ask you? your orientation and how did you feel about that yes i i have and i don't mind it because i know who i am at the end of the day and so. also they don't yeah, yeah that's the thing and, and they don't they yes. don't and, and there's no don't. way of no people get it twisted too do you feel like a person with um characteristics that are generally connected to the opposite gender because we're still going with the two right male female we are right if you experience someone who exudes energy or behaves a certain way that's usually connected with the other gender do you automatically assume you know that person's sexual orientation like if you see a woman who's you know dresses uh the way men typically dress or vice versa do you Mm -hmm. think he has to be gay she has to be gay yes i do is that right no but it's what that's what it's always been yeah that's what it's been this is that's what what it's always been and been raised to believe that men wear this women wear this yeah and then when you know We're also trained from the day we're born, from the moment you come out, you know, all of your baby clothes, if you're a girl, it's pink. Your room is pink. If you're Mm -hmm. a guy, if you're a boy, blue, people Uh keep people start buying you trucks 
if you're a boy people start buying you action figures if you're a girl of course you get the dolls and we soak that up uh-huh. we believe it you know what i mean what do we do with that if you become an adult now and then you're like yo i'm 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 female but i don't like the fucking pink stop mm-hmm. giving me pink yeah i don't want to wear a dress I, I just want to wear sneakers and jeans and t-shirts all day long. Uh-huh. People on the outside now, because we're used to that whole programming, because we got it too when we were born, we're going to think this person is a homosexual. Mm-hmm. And the homosexual, the, the orientation has nothing to do with gender. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy part. It has nothing to do with how this person looks at all it's everything to do with who they're attracted to and what they do in their bedroom who someone is attracted to and what they do in their bedroom affects so much in society and it's literally something that's happening in someone's personal life a small part of their personal life and it really affects look we're talking about in the fucking podcast uh yeah do you believe that? Do you believe that we should be, uh, um, do you should believe, like for the color thing, for instance, do you believe that you should be assigning your children colors from when they're born? No, I don't. But it happened with my son. I didn't go out and say, let me get him a bunch of blue stuff. Mm. When... I had my baby shower. Um, it was a big ass baby shower. We had so many gifts that we needed three vehicles to bring the gifts to the house. Mm. Um, and everything was blue. <laughs> everything was blue. Everything yeah. was blue or white or reflected what these people thought he should be wearing Mm. i did not object to it like there was nothing in me at the time that felt like why did y'all do this but i did notice that you and ivory you guys didn't do the whole pink and blue thing for your baby shower yeah we decided to switch it up partly because of this conversation and this idea that really yeah definitely because i mean i don't think that i don't i don't i believe the same way i don't think that you should because you have a because he's a boy or because they're a girl they have to wear pink or like why can't girls like blue why can't boys like pink why can't girls play with trucks i mean it's like to me that idea especially as children you shouldn't be trying to put that on them as children so i mean we still we didn't go too far we went uh green and yellow instead of like the blue and pink but that was definitely part of it. Like, dang, like, why is it pink and blue? Like, yeah. obviously that's, a, that's obviously when you see pink and blue, that's way to on the other ends of the spectrum, girl and boy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Let's obscure it a little bit. Let's do green and, and yellow. And I love it. It definitely stood out to me. I meant to ask you that. Yeah, it was, and... that was, that was purposeful for that purpose. Yeah. I love that. I, I think it's really important and it, 
I'm, I always ask, like, if a baby comes into the world, you know, with no prior knowledge of the constructs that we've created and we carry out, and you don't tell this child that trucks are for boys, Barbie dolls are for girls, pink, blue, all of that, pants, dress, all of that, what would that person choose? Mm-hmm. You know, if we don't give them an assignment, if we don't shove them onto one side, what would they choose? That's what I would like to know, too. And that's what I'm definitely going to do with my daughter. I would like to present her with the options and see what she chooses. You know, I don't want to be able to, you know, first of all, I don't even like the idea of giving girls babies. Babies. To- I hate that idea. Same. Of giving girls toy Same. babies. And then it, it, ridiculous. it starts, like I said before, it starts, we start training from young, right? Yeah. You're, you're already learning how to take care of a baby. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like putting in the idea, like this is what you're, what you're, That's made your job. For. Yeah. This is what you do. It's like, and your man is out in his truck driving all day with his uh-huh. blue suit. Yeah. That's basically oh, what so that. So what? Men can't take care of babies? What the hell? Not really. So some y'all be fucking up. I'm kidding. Yeah, we fuck it up. Some some of y'all. Oh, oh Lord. Oh God, man. Oh. Yeah, I'm learning. But um, men are phenomenal in everything um, that you guys do. You know, but obviously you will screw up taking care of a baby because when you came out, nobody gave you a doll. True. We've been practicing this since we could grab things. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a head start on that part. And this doesn't mean that y'all can drive better. (laughs) Well, (laughs) if you're saying... If you're from your perspective, you're saying that because you guys were raised with dolls, baby dolls, you're you got a head start. So on this end, we were raised with trucks, car toys. But you guys are not better drivers. We got a head start. You want to know what's crazy? Um, Many years ago. I did research on this and you can look this up right now if you want to. I did research on this um, because I had to take a defensive driving course and I learned that statistically men lie, women lie, numbers don't, right? Mm -hmm. Statistically, women are better drivers. So what are they saying? Like they get in less accidents? Absolutely. Most accidents are caused by men. Most people who are killed on the streets are killed by men, male drivers. And I think it's because a lot of men, not all, of course, there are many men who feel like if you are an aggressive driver, People think that aggressive means you can drive. It doesn't. Aggressive means that you just like swaying and shit. It doesn't mean that you have great handle of the car. And it doesn't mean that you are uh, an intuitive driver. Because driving is not just about turning the wheel really hard and being able to get through midtown Manhattan at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. that's not all there is to it. It's really creating a space so that other drivers feel safe as well. 
Yes. And other drivers understand what you're doing. Are you ever driving? You're like, what is he doing? We shouldn't be that confused about what's happening on the road. Like we should all have this unspoken language. Like, okay, this person is about to merge left. Yes. This is what I do. And that and makes you a better driver. Absolutely. And, um, you know, but that's how y'all is. We love y'all. Yeah. We love you. We, right. we come to the hospital and visit you when you bang up <laughs> your head or whatever. Yeah, you're right. We love you. But whether we like it or not, there are gender roles. Mm-hmm. And there's no way of pulling out of that right now. I do believe that with all of these different orientations and different mind views that are penetrating society right now, I do believe that um, in the far future, these gender situations are going to look very different from how they're looking today. I, I don't want to predict anything in particular, mm-hmm. but what I will say is everything that we are ooh, ah, and shocked about right now, there mm-hmm. will be a time when we're going to be like, oh, that's my girl. Um, that's my girl, Laura. She a Demi. Yeah, she fucks trees. <laughs> she fucks aloes. <laughs> we going to hell. Yo, if you have ever seen an aloe, do not do uh, it. I know. I, I not, have aloe. Don't. Unless you... S- Never mind. <laughs> don't even. In conclusion... <laughs> Never mind. In conclusion, gender roles. In conclusion, stay away from the aloes unless you slice the skin off and you mash it up and put it on your skin or you throw it in a smoothie. I like that. We are about to wrap up. We're done with the gender roles. Uh-huh. Do you want to say anything before I close out? Um... <clears throat> Yes, I I hope that we do I say this? Yeah, no, I I do hope that we did not offend anyone. We um, will. We have. Yeah, even if we did, that wasn't the intent. We're not malicious. We're yeah. nice. It wasn't the intent to offend anyone by this conversation. It literally is just a conversation and we would love to hear back from people so that we can be uh, more educated about the different type of gender roles and what people think. But like I said, patience, you guys got to Yeah, have we're patience. learning. We're learning. And everyone is learning about this. Even new- y'all learning. Y'all Even don't know what learning. y'all is. Uh-huh. We all learning. And that's and what it comes down to. You know what? Let me just come out and say it right now. Let me just tell the world that I'm vegan. Ooh. Ah. <sighs> the V word. Carrots. <laughs> Uh-huh. Thank you guys so much for tuning in once again to the Nola Row Experience podcast. We will be back again, offending people, not offending people. But we you hope that be. regardless of how you feel, you understand that we're not coming from a malicious place. It's all love. It's all experience. And it's Thanks. all doing. We're all doing it together. We're all experiencing this together. I'm experiencing you. You're experiencing me. And please go over to the YouTube channel, like, subscribe, comment, and be nice. Don't leave no comments because I'll be clippity clapping back. (laughs) You've heard her clapbacks is for real deal. (laughs) Mwah.
Peace. 